Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, December 15th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Life. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. The effort to recall Brian Shannon, the vice chair of the Newburgh School Board who conceived of the controversial policy to specifically ban Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ plus symbols, appears to have more than enough signatures to qualify for the ballot. That means unless Shannon resigns Friday, voters will decide in January whether to remove him from the board. Yamhill County elections officials confirmed the recall effort has sufficient signatures. Shannon has until Friday evening to resign or submit a 200-word explanation on why he should keep his volunteer position. Shannon didn't immediately respond to a request for comment this week. The so-called ban on political symbols has sparked widespread controversy. The school board's conservative majority faces multiple lawsuits. A separate recall election to remove board chair Dave Brown, who was elected in a very low turnout election in 2019 as well, is also collecting signatures. The number of Oregon children in foster care has been cut nearly in half since 2006, but that trend does not apply to two key demographic groups in the state. Black and indigenous children are significantly overrepresented in the child welfare system, and the percent of those children has remained stubbornly high over the past three years, even as other rates plummet. That's according to an Oregonian analysis of state data. Black children are twice as likely as white kids to be in foster care. For Native American children, the rate is even higher, more than three times as likely. Those facts run counter to the mission of the new state child welfare director, who was hired two years ago to spearhead a new vision for their department. Oregon is no outlier. The Census Bureau has documented the same issue. The same issue also affects Latino children in some states. Advocates and observers say the widespread change in the child welfare system takes time, but implicit bias, where predominantly white caseworkers are in charge of returning children to their parents, plays a role. Children are put into foster care after authorities determine they have been abused or neglected and are likely to face future harm, almost always after getting reports from relatives, teachers, or other adults. But efforts in recent years have been designed to help children remain in their home. State Representative Tanya Sanchez, a Democrat from Portland who is of Native American descent and has served as a foster parent herself, said the state and federal government could help more by offering additional financial and housing support to struggling parents. Portland Commissioner Joanne Hardesty is suing the police union, its former president, and a rank-and-file officer for $5 million, alleging that law enforcement officers leaked information last spring that falsely identified her as the suspect in a hit-and-run. Hardesty is the first black woman ever elected to Portland City Council. She's also a former state legislator who has a decades-long career of advocating for police reform. The lawsuit was filed in Multnomah County Circuit Court Monday. According to Hardesty's attorneys, former Union President Brian Hunziger and Officer Carrie Ottoman leaked the erroneous information to right-wing media and the Oregonian and Oregon Live to undercut the commissioner. The lawsuit alleges the police officer's actions were racially motivated. On March 3rd, a woman called the emergency dispatch line several hours after a hit-and-run incident and said she was hit by Hardesty. The dispatcher relayed the story to a co-worker in violation of city policy, calling the information, quote, juicy, juicy, according to the lawsuit. The dispatcher co-workers warned that the report may be false, but the dispatcher said, quote, don't be a Grinch. 
In my head, it's true, the lawsuit alleges. Police subsequently identified the actual driver who struck Evelyn Ellis, the woman who called in the initial report. Hunziger resigned from his position atop the police union weeks later. City officials and the police officers declined to comment or did not respond to requests for comment. Schoolhouse, an upscale lighting and home furnishing company based in northwest Portland, sold to a New York company for $48 million in cash and stock. The company announced the sale Tuesday. The new owner, Food52, sells similar kitchen and home goods. It pledged to keep Schoolhouse's employees and its Portland operations open. Schoolhouse makes many of its products at its factory in a 100-year-old warehouse in northwest Portland. The company was founded in 2013. It sells everything from lamps and chandeliers to clocks, pillows, and rugs. It's a main competitor to Portland-based Rejuvenation, which sold to premier brand Williams-Sonoma in 2011. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.